now it's time to get your morning started the right way. It's the Morning Tailgate with Clay Baker, Vinny Bonsignor, and Lindsey Brown. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studios on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Goodest of mornings to all the tailgaters out there. It is Tuesday. February 20th, the day after President's Day, and we are back live after a three-day weekend and hiatus. Lindsey Brown here on the board. Uh, Vinny Bonsignor here with us in studio. Clay What's up? out today. We'll be hearing from him tomorrow the rest of the week, so very excited to get him back. But it's just you and me today, Vin Dog. Yeah, Clay's, uh, it's, it's, it's like tra- uh, spring training where you've yeah. got a little personal day. For sure, right? for sure. We gotta do some some stretching, some work with the uh, with the visa, bands. Could be a visa issue getting into the perhaps, country. Um, perhaps could be uh, missed the flight out there. Not. I, I feel like Clay is. It gets to the Never airport know. early, right? He, Unless he can a, help it, he probably doesn't miss a lot of flights. Yeah, uh, he's I'm, a dad. I'm the same way. I'm a early. Got to get to the airport early. Yeah. At le- I- I'm a couple hours at least. Yeah. I leave room for chaos in all aspects of my life, and you never know with security. Our good friend Adam Hill is a – he'll show up 15 minutes before the flight. That's living dangerously. That's ridiculous. That's the definition of living dangerously. It's ridiculous. But you know what we survived, Lindsay? Hmm. What do we do? No, we survived. We got through. Well, we, we, actually, we don't know. I, I know you and I got through mm-hmm. putting a call out. want to make sure everyone, all of our listeners are good because it was the first weekend without – Football. That's right. Without football. Since uh, the first Sunday without football since September 3rd. The first weekend without uh, any semblance of football since probably like mid-August. That's usually when the uh, mm-hmm. preseason starts. Uh, and if you're into the whole practice thing, uh, really the last week of, J- of July. So um, we got through it. We survived, you know, and, and uh, it's interesting because it's always sort of an abrupt stop and you have to – all of a sudden, figure out what to do with all this time um, when the thing that takes up most of your time is no longer available to you. And I know you being the Division One hockey player that you were. Former. Former, obviously. It, uh, many lives ago. Yes, but it was still part of your uh, yes. recent history. It's in my DNA, you could say. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Lindsay was oh, a uh, Division One. Am, am I saying it right when I say in hockey, is it a goalie or goaltender? Goaltender, either way. Because in, isn't it in soccer where it's just one? I don't think you say goal. It depends. It, you can go either way. Like goal, Goalie, it depends on and if you're trying to get your communication across quickly or if you're more of a purist. Because like a lot of hockey, it's a goaltending position versus yeah. like, are you playing goalie? Yes or no. Goalie. Right. So either way, we accept. Okay, because in soccer, I think, I, I don't know which one is which. But or like goalkeeper. They'll say goalkeeper. They'll say keeper. In, in, they don't say keeper in hockey. Yeah, definitely not uh, the, the keeper of the goal. I love no. that. It's so, it's so uh, European. The keeper of the goal. Uh, so, <laughs> Just um, like the groundskeeper. But I, I can imagine for you um, who you know uh, was, was, was like literally involved in it so I would imagine a typical hockey season what starts in what is, what is training camp? Uh, like October? the official season, yeah, would basically start when you got on campus. And so sometimes August, September, and then like the formal season would formal, start yes. October and run through February or so March. So you're playing games in October? Or I played formal camp? games. Like, but make no mistake, hockey season is all damn year long. Like, it is, like that's but the, the expectation. Season, sure, but the, the official season, season. Like the things that we get to as Sanctioned. Fans. With yeah. the patches, right? Like with the stats. Like, like I could go watch you play a game. Yep. Not practice. I get it. Everyone's doing their thing year round, basically nowadays. But, yeah, but the to. actual season, 
Um, and then it abruptly starts and you wake up one morning. I don't have a meeting to go to. I don't have a, a formal practice to go to. We get it that there's off-season programs and all that, just as there is in football and, and, and other sports. But I, I would only, I could only imagine, like, what do you do as as somebody that actually played the game with mm. your time? You know, do you do you learn the guitar? I mean, is there something that you would, I, in, in college it was rest, it was mo- oh, it was mostly drinking uh, in college once once the season ended and and you just kind of went into party mode for a while because you're just so hyper controlled and it wasn't like we weren't allowed to go out during the season. Some years we weren't because if you got into too much trouble or that, coach is like dry season for all of you, for <laughs> all of you, no fun for anybody. But we we had a pretty good group throughout my my career, but those. We would, our season would end. We would often go directly to spring break, so that's just a debacle and a half. I would usually get sick about three or four days after the season ended because your body knows, oh, we're not in survival mode anymore. And now we're in drink 24-hour mode. Well, it's, we're in rest mode, and you're putting off rest mode by drinking, essentially. But it, it's going to hit you a new, eventually. A different competition. And, and like you said, this all this free time and not sure what to do with it, all this intentionality that you live your life with it, all of a sudden it's just like, poof, it's, it's gone. A, it's a regimented life. 100%. Even for fans, really, honestly, because mm-hmm. they, they mark their calendars by the games they're 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 listening to our show to find out what happened yesterday at practice and you know what's coach pierce gonna say and you know whatever team that you're you're a fan of so it becomes uh not ritualistic but it's a formatted life for a little while Correct. for a long time actually we march to the beat of the same drum yeah and uh so you know uh putting 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 the question out there to, to our listeners what do you do with your time in the off season like is there is there a honeydew list that you have i know for me i get to get some things done around the house uh, over the weekend. What'd you accomplish? Um, you and know, how long was the list? Are we talking like a seven or eight item just for today? Or is this a list of running things that you need to get done at your running. earliest convenience? Yes, exactly. Okay. Like I don't, I don't. Uh, Cause I, I like know I, there's I, different I, levels of the list. Yes. I'm a chip away at it. Fair enough. Guy. I, I chip away at things. So uh, some gardening. Okay. Uh, got some things done in the backyard. By the way, it was beautiful this weekend. Uh, it was nice got a little. It started getting a little bit uh, sketchy yesterday with the clouds and stuff. And there was a little bit of rain today. It smells like rain this morning. It did. It did. And, um, you know, I don't. I don't get the garage anymore. So. Uh, oh no! You've been delegate. You've been redelegated because you have like an army of cars now. Four. Right. Four. Well, and you want to protect the the more recently leased vehicles, right? So the bug goes in the garage, right? Uh, it depends on who's leaving first that morning. Yep. So. Because um, you don't want to wake up and say, I gotta move the, gotta car, move the car at five thirty in the morning. So, for instance, uh, on my son Noah, uh, his. He he works for the city of Henderson right now. So yeah, Parks uh, and Rec, right? Yes, badass. So on Tuesdays he works from five forty-five to like ten a.m. I think it is, oh. and so he has to have the outside access. Sure. And then he's first out on days where he leaves for school a little bit later. Then my daughter gets the outside because she she leaves around uh, six forty-five or oh, so. Oh dang! What time does school start? Seven a.m. Oh. Mine was seven thirty, and I thought that was bad. Yeah, it, you start I, at first. They were like, "What?" You know, they're like, are you – and that's, you know, Clark County sure. uh, School District does that. They, they stagnate it. So, like, if you're a middle school student, you start at a certain time. Yeah. If you're an elementary school student, it's a little bit later. We got bus schedules High school plan. gets – you're the earliest. Yep. You start the earliest. We only got but so many staffers. starts to become pretty cool when you're getting out at 1 o'clock. Th- true. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, that's not a bad 
get out time. No, no. And you get used to it. I mean, we do that in our jobs. A lot of people right. in our town that work service jobs at random hours, you just get into it. And that yes. it just creates uh, more intention in your life somewhere else where you have to make up for some of the stuff that you miss because you're on a different clock than everyone. Right. And that's kind of what everybody's doing the off season, right? We're yes. making up for lost time that we, we didn't anticipate having. Correct. You know, but you, when, when you mentioned the schedule thing, uh, yeah. I remember... Um, not long ago, I'm uh, I'm going to get gas, and I and I wanted to get a little snack when I when I got the gas. This is like six thirty in the morning. Yeah. And uh, the dude in front of me in line is buying like a uh, a fifteen pack of beer, right? And at uh, six in the morning. Yes, and, and right. so then there was there was a, there was a lady behind him, and after he cleared out, she says to the attendant, "Oh my god, six thirty in the morning!" And 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 the, you know what the attendant said to her? Um, it, and, and this attendant, she was perfectly, it was like, like a green light you yeah. know, uh, went off on for me. She, she's like, how do you know that that's not his, he's, this could this be city, getting off the shift in this town, wherever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You might be getting off work and, and actually he was cause she knew him. Yeah. So this is the, and it's his weekend. So he was just starting his weekend. So you saying this, don't judge people. Exactly. Mm. She, she's like for him, it's five o'clock. He got off work. He's gonna, you know, this is that's his schedule, and and yeah. the, and lazy. Oh, I can, you know, you know. It's like, yeah, don't judge people unless you kind of actually know what's going on, right? Yeah. So uh, he's not a degenerate. It is jarring. It is jarring to see alcohol exchange hands so early. But that's the great thing True. about where we live. There's freedom to do that wherever <laughs> yes. you want. In some states, uh, they lock it up. Oh yeah. They lock it up until like noon or something, which is like. <laughs> Like in Utah, what? they lock it up at like eight thirty p.m. Yeah, in Arkansas, there's no you can't get it. You can't get uh, liquor on Sundays. Oh, that was the same thing in Minnesota till about five years ago. Legitimate like, people are like their reasoning was, why can't you just go to the store on Saturdays? I go, why does it matter if I go if to I the store on Saturdays? How about I do what I want when I want? I know exactly. this is America. I thought this was America. Yeah. So uh, somebody explained it to me on, uh, on on the Arkansas thing, but I didn't realize that until I had to fly into Arkansas one time to go to to go to Memphis. I was gonna say it seems like a mistake. Just in general, going to Arkansas. Yeah, well, uh, the way because it was so, it was. You, you want to hear a little funny story here? Real As quick? I'm judging people from Arkansas. So I was. It was the uh, the Clippers were playing the Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And so I got to go to Memphis, and for some reason, the price to go from L.A. to Memphis was like eight. It's like an unbelievable amount, eight hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. right? And of course, it's the company's money, but but I still I have a little bit like I don't want to do that. That's just too much. So I said to the we had a uh, we had a travel agent at the time. She's like, "Well, look, do you mind about an hour and a half drive?" And I'm like, "I I love to drive. I lo- I love going to other places in the country and driving and just scouting things out and mm-hmm. stuff like that." I go, "Yeah, no." She's like, "Because if you fly into Little Rock, it's like three hundred and fifty dollars." I'm like, and she's Dang. like, "It's an hour and a half drive to Memphis." I'm like, "I'm in. I want to do that." And so she goes, "I ca- I can't promise that there's going to be a direct to Little Rock, but you know, I'm like, I don't. It doesn't matter to me." She goes, oh, okay, I found something. And then she's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, what? She says, you're not going to believe this. What? And she's like, there's a connection. I go, that's fine. There's a connection. There's a little bit of a layover. There's a connection. And she's like, guess where the connection is? I'm like, I have no idea. Memphis. Perfect. No, not perfect. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, so here's the thing. I would be flying to Memphis, where that's where I wanted to go. Oh, and then going to Little Rock, and then flying to Little and then Rock, driving back and then to driving Memphis. Driving to Memphis, yes. So, did you take the flight and just get off in Memphis? You can't do that because it negates your return. This is where you only book a one way. Well, 
I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I did. It was. It was just. It was a different time. Yeah, it agent. Was the whole too, thing. Too complicated on that. And I sure. was like, I was like, wait a minute. I go. There's no way that I could wrap that around my brain. Getting off a plane in Little Rock, or getting off a plane in Memphis, flying to Little Rock, then getting a car and driving to Memphis. I just, I go. I cannot there, find any other right. connection. That logically does but not make sense. But here's my question too. Why? Why what? Why do they set it up that why why was it seven why was it eight hundred and fifty dollars to fly direct to Memphis but less to fly to Memphis and then to Arkansas? Like, That's a great question. What is the and she I asked obviously I asked that question. She's like, you know, there's this mathematical thing. They want to get traffic to certain airports. There's she's like, it just doesn't make any sense. But I the first the question, algorithm before the rhythm was algoing. The first question, well, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> so they, but I this think, is before like we probably AI generated stuff. I mean, we're using computers to do all of this. this but still, in terms yeah, this of like, we're about, we want to get more people to Little Rock, and here's how we're gonna do yeah, it. This is like 2013, 2014. Yeah. So well, it wasn't that's a long time in technology too, too, years in our life. Yeah, time here. But uh, but I. Uh, because I, I asked that question. I'm like, well, I, I'm just going to stay in Memphis. Like, I'm not going to get on the flight. You can't do that. Why? She goes, then, then your return gets negated. So you have to get on the plane. So uh, I ended up going through uh, through Houston and, and to Little Rock. But that's how I I would have just done it. I say, you can't tell me what to do. Uh, I would have just carried on my bags and then hopped off. And then I, I thought of that, too. Yeah. You could check in and then sure. check out. Because that's the only holdup that I would think if you were checking a bag. Like, where are you going? Yeah. I've changed my mind. Yeah. Or that you let the <laughs> bag you let the bag go to Little Rock. Here's how you weaponize against the system. You let you get off the plane and then you let your bag go to Little Rock. You're like, what the hell? You lost my bag. You got to send it. And then they're gonna do a complimentary thing. You make a little bit of a fuss. I wouldn't make a fuss because I can't do it. I can't even send food back. And event. Oh God, no, absolutely it's, not. It's too much. Absolutely not. For it. I know, but I'm scared that they're gonna get mad at me. So I'm just gonna let it be what it is. They're trying they hard. They're doing the their order. job. What if I send it back and they spit in my food? I mean, maybe it'll add to the taste. Like, like that, I don't want to take that risk. Very I know, and honestly, I don't expect that from people. I just, I don't want to have the risk because you never know what somebody's going through that That's day. And an maybe me thought. sending my chicken fingers back is going to put them over the edge. The chicken fingers you, aren't that would, big. What would make you send, send it back? Ooh, like for a, me, a it's lot. A, like for me, it's when I say this is how I want it in terms of. I don't want mayonnaise. I don't want your special sauce or anything. Sure. And it comes with a special sauce. I'll wipe it off. I cannot do that. I'll wipe it off and I'll, and I'll drown it in ketchup. You, you just The listen. only way I'd send it back if the, I ordered like, a, a steak medium well and it came out like rare. If it was really undercooked. If it was overcooked, I'd deal with it. Yeah. Even if it's a little bit undercooked I, I to my liking, I'd deal with I, it. I tell my kids all the time, do not feel guilty about that. You're paying. It's a paid service. So you're not... Doing anybody if they blow the order, which we've all done, I I know I, human I, mistake. Yeah, so human so mistake. It's just it's a very easy. It somebody will eat it back there, and and yep. and so don't don't sweat it. Like that's why I don't I, I don't want to cause trouble for someone for making a hu- for making a human mistake like messing up an order that I have. Like you, it's okay, it's food. I won't eat it now, but it's fine. You so you're gonna pay for something that probably probably that's, pa- prob- that's how non confrontational I am. We're, we're working Ladies on it in therapy. We're working on it. We're working give, on it. Give us a call seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred and tell Lindsay to <laughs> how did to you toughen up? How did you work through your your fear for, from confrontation if you ever had any? Like did you actually have some exercises you went because I, I come to the belief that almost everything is exposure therapy. It's just sometimes we expose too much for too early, and so you have to do it in smaller doses. Overthinking I, it. I have trouble saying You're no. Overthinking it. I have it. trouble saying no, and that's that's what we do here.
That's just, what we do just here. I'm send sorry. It back. It's we all have good. three hours to, uh, to unpack this. We had a great show. It always show. worries me when the waitress or the or the uh, the waiter yeah doesn't take notes on the order. Like I'm like, and I, I'm I'm this type of person. Like, are you sure you got what I said? Because I I just just I don't like. Thousand Island. I don't like any of that. It just it, yeah. it taints it. That's right. I just say everything on the side. There's, I don't want any cross contamination. Yeah, and if you do, it's going back. And it's 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 my right as a paying <laughs> a pay. They're not giving me anything here. If it was a giving situation, then maybe I would rethink it. Um, we're literally paying for the service. No, I would rather punish myself than punish other people that's for ridiculous. their mistakes. Ridiculous. That's that's how I live my life, and we're yes. we're gonna unpack. We got three hours yes. to do that. Well, a great show ahead. Uh, Vinny Monsignor, Lindsey Brown here on the morning tailgate. Jason Fitz is gonna join us as he does each and Fitzy. every Tuesday at eight a.m. Jesse Merrick uh, at nine because he usually is on Mondays, but we had Monday off, so he'll be joining us as well. We're having an eclectic show with plenty of topics, including uh, about the Raiders coaching staff additions and some free agency discussion. All that in a bag of chips on the other side of the gate. Let's go! Goodest of mornings to all of the Gators, both uh, here in Las Vegas and international. We know just how far the reach goes, and uh, I have a big time opportunity for all of you to weigh in. We have the Raider Nation Radio starting your year off with your year off with a chance to hit the jackpot every Monday through Friday. You could win $2,024. Listen in for the daily code and text it to 702-365-9200 to register. The contest opens each day at 7 a.m. and goes all the way to 5 p.m. The code is going to change daily, so make sure you're listening to Radio, Raider Nation Radio every single day so you could hit the jackpot. $2,024, all thanks to Lotus Broadcasting and Raider Nation Radio. And again, you got to text 702-365-9200 to register. Do it! And the code word for today, you know him, he's near, he's dear, he's a legend in this town, I almost just swore, Tark! Tark! T-A-R-K. Text that to 702-365-9200. Literally $2,024. I would at least take care of, I mean, like one student loan payment. Maybe like half a week's worth of groceries and like one box of Eddie's. You know, that's my kind of, that's my off-season weekend. What are you uh, grocery shopping? Well, that's a fancy ask, Vindog. How many uh, many Tony's pizzas are you buying? I'm off the pizza grind right now. It makes me sick to my stomach to think about it, so I can't eat any pizza. I can't eat apple You ruined it for yourself. Well, listen, this is just what I go through. I'll I'll eat the same thing every single day for about four or five months. And then I'll get sick of it. I won't touch it for a year, year and a half. And I need to replace it with some other food fixation. And that's what I'm working towards right now. So I went yesterday. I'm going to try to get my um, shredded chicken baguette broccoli meal obsessed in my mind again because if I can do that I can I can make that every day I throw it in the oven I I have you know get some protein get some vegetables it's one of my more healthy just go meals. to listen I'm, let me let me let, let Uncle Vinny help oh you out boy just go to Trader Joe's which the prices are very reasonable go and if and if you're not into the whole cooking thing go down there frozen mm-hmm. aisle and get one of each one of what At whatever it is that you like like instead of getting one, right, of just like a, like a million one things, mm-hmm. 
and eating that every single day. Just try, just, just, just try it. Give it a shot. What? I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try one of them. I just get nervous with frozen stuff because then I don't control what's put in there. I, what I do is my meals are basically you ingredients. Ate Tony's pizza. For I know like that. Three years. I, I know that. Do you know what? I mean, come on. Well, that. Well, then, but the that, thing that, is, is like the, I'm looking. I, well, yeah, I'm a walking contradiction. You're Wendy. contradicting Haven't you yourself. Haven't you met me? Haven't like, you met me? I'm worried about what, what what what's in frozen stuff. I'm like, but then why did you eat Tony's pizza? Well, for here's so long? the thing about the frozen pizza is then I can take it out, I cut it in half, I get to choose the portion size, I can move the pepperonis around, I can I. You can still do that with. Vinny, it's this is just how I like legit. I know. This, the, I know. If it were as simple as go buy frozen food and just suck it up, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have eating problems. But this is just one of the things that I that I struggle with, and so I'm trying to introduce other foods that hopefully my brain yes, will grab onto totally. and say we want to eat this because otherwise I don't. I don't get hungry. I th- and so a lot yeah. of the days I just have a protein shake and then like a piece of toast and that's all I eat. Yeah. I think so, I do think that you can regulate your, your body so that it starts like even if you have to force it a little bit mm-hmm. to the point where it starts getting used to that and then that becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. And it just takes a little while. It takes a, a little while and, and, and it's probably a lot healthy. You don't have to do. F- I said frozen foods because I know that you don't like to cook. So um, it's just a lot of steps. My brain gets overwhelmed. Yeah. And uh, and one thing that I would because I've always found this. I love to cook because it's therapeutic for me. For sure. It chills. I like I like, you know, um, it's 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 in your culture. Like, that's the whole thing. And and that food like when I grew up, we didn't have like sit around and, and eat together. It was kind of you have school, then you have sports practice, then you have homework. And my mom and my grandma work in their asses often. So you don't have that that downtime, that communal part of it. And so uh, that's where I'm trying to get to a point where food is something that I actually want to interact with yeah, versus something right. I have to interact with. Correct. You know? yeah. No, I know where you're coming and from. And so, just, yeah. Just giving you maybe some tips. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, don't I fight appreciate, it. I know, I know. I hate advice. I hate advice. And so I, that's I, tell, I, I Yeah, I have to figure things out. And I'm just going to tell you, though, I don't care. I, I know. I, I deal with I deal with a family all the time, so right. I, I, I'm not undeterred. No. by your resistance. That's I'll, good. Not that I'll break you down. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm just trying to say just what, because here's the thing. Here's what people normally do. You're gonna fight it for like the, that 30 seconds that you do. Then you're like, uh, why did I? Sure. I don't even. <laughs> that's, sure. Because that's your first reaction. Yeah. Right. It's yep. your. It's it's kind of. My um, brain has a need to be autonomous in every capacity, but, and so it will fight to protect. But then that. a minute later, you're like. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like breaking things down, where does the relationship or just the year long experiment with Jimmy Garoppolo and the Las Vegas Raiders stand like in terms of broken down things? Because we got news as the the show Mm -hmm. was ending on Friday that he had been suspended for two games for violating the the substance and and PD uh, stuff. And so he's suspended for two games. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for the Raiders? Well, um, ultimately, it's going to mean that the Raiders got Jimmy Garoppolo for one year, $24 million, which in the whole scheme of things yeah. was pretty cheap. It didn't work out, but it wasn't, it was like a, it was like a little flesh wound. It wasn't like a, it wasn't something that, you know, uh, is, is going to send them into an abyss for like 10 years. No festering. No, it was, it was, it turned out because what, what I think will ultimately happen because of what happened in terms of, you know, uh, the violation, him being in violation of the, of the PED. And it doesn't sound like it was like maliciously done to, no. you know, it, it kind of sounds like a little bit of a mistake that's on him. Yep. He's got to know. 
Uh, but I don't think he was doing something to gain any kind of advantage. I think he was trying to get better from an injury. Sure. You know, and, and you just have to read the bottle and you have to make sure that the NFL, you, you just check all your boxes on that. And it's a, a, a reminder. And for him, it's going to be a very costly reminder uh, sure. as well. So, so basically the way it worked was when he signed his contract, all right, uh, the, the guarantees, the full guarantees of that contract were his 2023 signing bonus of $11.25 million, his 2023 salary of $11.25 million, do the math, that works out to $22.4 million. Um, and then also his 2024 salary of $11.25 million was guaranteed. So at, at signing, he was guaranteed $32.33 million or so, $33 million and change. Fully guaranteed. Mm -hmm. The minute he signed that contract, he was going to make at least $33 million, right? Um, but because he's in violation of the, of the, of the rules, the, the Raiders can now void the 2024 guaranteed portion, that $11.25 million. So it saved them almost 12 mil. Right. And they were most likely going to release him anyway. And, mm -hmm. and the significance of that is... He's also due an $11.25 million 2024 roster bonus, which that becomes guaranteed in March, the, the, uh, right after the new league year starts. So what, when, they, when they made the signing, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels and everybody else, basically they were looking at two years for 40, what would have been uh, $44 million, mm -hmm. 2023, 2024. Which still, you know, when you think about quarterbacks out, had it worked out, they would have gotten a, a, a good quarterback at a discount. Mm -hmm. It didn't work out, obviously. But the money that they thought they were going to be spending next year, at, at the very least $11.25 million, now goes back into the coffer. That's cold, hard cash. I know people get um, all, you know, wrapped up in the, in the, in the salary cap impl implications and the salary cap. That is important, but what's really important is literally the money that your owner is telling you this is what you have to spend to put the roster together. And where they thought $11.25 million was going to go to a player that probably wasn't even going to be on the roster mm -hmm. is now back in the pockets of the Raiders to be able to be dispersed uh, somewhere else. So we're flush place. with cash. Uh, we are flush with cash. If you go Last year, the Raiders spent $225 million in cash, which was right in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Okay. So not a bad number. That's That's... You know, it, it was actually over the salary cap. Mm -hmm. It was 107% of the salary cap. So they spent over the cap. That's why cash is so important. You can spend over the cap. Over the cap, you have to manipulate it a little bit with signing bonuses and things like that so that so like salary-wise, you're under the cap. But money-wise, the actual cash that you spent, it's a little complicated, but it's not that complicated. They actually spent over the cap. A lot of teams do do that. They were one of them. All right, so they, they spent $225 million in cash last year. As of right now, and I think this is before the $11 million comes off for him, there's $11 million that's earmarked right now for Hunter Renfro, which he's not going to – I mean, I'd be shocked if he was on the team, especially mm -hmm. for that amount of money. So now add the $11.25 million that they thought were, they were spending on, um, on, on Jimmy, the eleven point the $11 million that's going to fall off when they – trade or, or, or release Hunter Renfro, add that to the hundred and to the, um, uh, the, right now they're obligated, I should say, they're obligated for $160 million next year in cash. Mm -hmm. But that's before some of these other moves. So it, it'll probably drop to about $140 million. So if 
if the Raiders' budget is $225 million, again, just as it was last year, to subtract $225 million from $140 million, and that difference is what Tom Telesco and, mm-hmm. and everybody will have to put, put toward the team cash-wise, which is not a uh, insignificant Towards the uh, let's rescue Chris Jones from Missouri fund, right? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, based I, off of what we saw in the parade, it doesn't seem like yeah. he's in a mood to move, but we are going to throw – the best PowerPoint presentation yeah. he's ever seen. I don't. Yeah, I to did, recruit him here, and I and I get that. All I, the clip art will I think be used. The, I think the uh, Chiefs will make. And it, it really, people read that wrong to me. What if we get the paper clip that tells you how to <laughs> save your document? What if we bring him in and <laughs> and make him part of the recruiting team? Could could be. I don't might, know. If, might turn some heads. I don't know if it's ever going to get to the recruiting. That's that's the problem. I know. But what was interesting about what Chris said, and it kind of got lost in everything that happened. You know, the the tragedy that happened. But there were. It felt like people were saying, well, he just gave away his leverage. I think he's actually flipped the script a little bit. He's putting it on the Chiefs because he's saying, I want to be here for next year. Oh, a thousand percent. So guess what? If this doesn't work out, it's not because of me. Right. It's because I wanted to be here. I wanted to be here. I was ready to do the deal. Up on the podium. I was ready to be here. You could have brought me up the contract that day. Correct. And then you lowballed me. Right. Correct. So now the. It's all theater. So now the onus is, and that's where he wants to stay. I know that. And. And I know the Chiefs want to get – but there are some – and we'll get into this uh, in, in, in the coming weeks. There's some pretty good defensive linemen that are available in free – that could be available in free Yeah, it doesn't always have to be the top bill. We can go find talent in other places and we'll get into and that. younger. Yeah, exactly that. We'll get into that conversation among many a more here on the Warren Tailgate. Again, Lindsey Brown and Vinny Bones, and you're hanging with you here until 10 a.m. We'll get into some more Raiders news, including some more coaching hires, as well as the documentation of greatness and what it is doing for our overall definition of it. This is The Gate. We'll be right back after these messages. I guess that music doesn't want to play. That's fine. It's That's fine. Good. It's we'll all good. We're, we're rolling with it. We're figuring it out. I we're bet you what I did. We're not going to send it back to the cook. No, absolutely not. But I do want to send back a lot of the ill will being directed uh, at NBA players and all-star games right now. Yeah, I, Welcome to the Morning Tailgate. Lindsey Brown, Vinny Bones, and you're here until 10 a.m. I don't understand why we think an all-star game, which is a glorified uh, product placement ad, and why they don't play hardcore defense. Like, people are ripping them to shreds. Listen, Who cares? It, well, okay, there's there's over 1,200. I think there's 1,200, 1,235, whatever, 82 divided right. by 30, right? Whatever yeah. that is. That's how many games there are in the NBA. And you're asking me to care to this extent that people are just shouting and screaming and yelling over the one game that's completely meaningless. It has no bearing on anything in the middle of the season in the middle too. Of the season and by the way i've been to a, a slew of nba all-star games it's more for the city that it's in mm-hmm. because they put together the nba experience it's really fun yeah yeah the sponsors too but but like for the city the the hotels are yep. filled the restaurant it's, it's a it's a it's a nice little feather in this one was in indianapolis um next year it'll be in in, in san francisco it's for the city and 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 also there's a whole weekend of of activities there's a lot that's going on, and it's a meaningless game. Why do we care? Why does it always have to be some some kind of high-end, leveraged mm. game? By the way— Every rep also, matters, Vinny. This is game seven. We also live in a time—and this has changed over the years, with, especially with social media. We have to compete at every second of our lives. We live in a time where you're either a champion or a loser. loser. 
There's no in between. There's we put that pressure on like you have to win the ring or you're meaningless. Mm-hmm. And it never was like that in when or, or you know, back in, 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 in my more formative years. Nobody ever like is Charles Barkley's career um, you know, uh, personally disappointing to him because he didn't win a, a finals. I'm sure that in his heart he would have loved to have won one. All right, but we never. I never looked at Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was a fabulous player who just didn't. Who ended up, you know, not playing on good enough teams. Number one and B, when he ran up against Michael Jordan, the greatest of all uh, uh, ever, he lost. Okay, same with Carl Malone. Carl Malone was a fan and and John Stockton. Yep, tremendous players. If Magic Johnson and Kareem and James Worthy hadn't been on the scene, they probably would have gotten to more finals. And then the finals that they did get to. They ran up against Michael Jordan, and he was, his teams were just better. But we never looked at them as losers. No, now, that's, it's it's this GOAT thing. It's rings culture. It's this idea that we think the only way that you can prove your worthiness or that your sacrifice is by showing results. Or, and, or and by perform- winning it all. Correct. Not even, correct. You know. Well, but that's the thing is, like, there, there's the little results, then there's the big results, yeah. right? And and you could even extrapolate this conversation into the three-point contest that went down between Sabrina Ionescu right. and, and Steph Curry, which was an unbelievable display of by both athletes. Competitiveness and, 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 and then Kenny Smith the goes on the call and said we should move the, the yeah. mover to the WNBA line. I'm like, how about we just validate and celebrate what we saw, which is an unbelievable performance. Like, she, Sabrina's she biggest crime. She wanted to shoot from that. Correct. She, she, and we don't need your protection, her. Kenny. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Like, women aren't these things that you need to protect. You should respect them so you don't hurt right. them, but you don't need to protect them because the scaries are going to get out there. She tied the same point totals as everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. And it was a great moment. To, I mean, and it, talk about high leverage. Correct. That was for like, both of like them. I was nervous for both of them. It, mm-hmm. I felt like a parent, you know, that was watching their kids. Like, just don't, because you could have messed up. You could have completely bombed. Correct. There's that right on national TV, <clears throat> and both of them. I, he, to me, I could tell Steph was a little bit nervous. Oh yeah. He when okay now I got it. To you got to perform. Everybody's watching you. Right, exactly. So and it's just lo- one rep. That's the other thing too. It's one three-point contest. It's one all-star game. Exceptionalism. It's a exceptionalism has poisoned our brains and our ability to appreciate and celebrate any nuance and performance other than I won it all, but and the, it's disgusting. But 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 my larger point is, in this, like you said, this 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 era of rings, you know, where where you're you're you either win it all or you're a freaking loser. Dame Lillard. Well, I even play basketball. You know, so, so be we put that kind of pressure on them. Yep. And then we don't understand, like, why would they exert themselves and potentially hurt themselves in a meaningless game? It doesn't make any sense. Like, they're, they're, the reason they're not, one of the reasons that they're not exerting themselves uh, in, in that forum right there is because they understand, like, I'm not going to risk blowing out my knee or, 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 you know, um, spreading my ankle. And then costing myself a chance to potentially win a, a, a championship. They're, they're prioritizing, and rightfully so, especially when we're over here judging them as harshly as we are. Right, and this is – people are judging them, honestly. Sometimes I question if they've ever competed at a high level because this is what we call Game 7 energy. We would call people who took practice way too seriously Game 7ers because you think everything's a Game 7. And it's an unsustainable emotional state to be in. And it's one thing if one person is doing it, but it's another thing when everybody's – 
else is expected to be in this cycle. We literally are not built to be in that level of agitation and focus. Like there's there's a high, there's a and then there's the climax and there's the low. Like this is the emotional arousal cycle. You can't be all in every day. Every, all in every day doesn't mean you achieve the same results every day. It just means you're willing to make the same sacrifice and commitment to the process to get better. And so if people are, oh, they're not working hard enough, they're not playing defense, they're working their ass off all damn year long and they're well compensated for it. So God forbid they go 75% in one day at work. We've all done it, have we not? Yeah. And it's, are you it's, going it's, 100% I'm, at your office I, job today? Yeah. Well, you know. Going hard in the paint. Hopefully you are. But like on the. Every when, day. But when it comes to the weekend, I'll, I do. But when it comes to the, the picnic, that which is what that is, I'm Correct. having fun. Correct. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in work mode. I'm not in 100% work mode. I think when you're when 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 you are in work mode, you ought to be dialed in. Yeah. And it's not. You're not going to always. Not every all, song is. Re, we are the world. Okay. It's not is, meant to save everything. This was. This it's just is, a game. It's uh, NBA players. I mean, it, it literally is. It's just like a. It's like a. Like I said, the company picnic. Mm-hmm. Are you going all out in the company picket picnic right. softball game? Are you going to take your the flag football the same level of seri- seriousness at no. the at the company party versus with your buddies? No, because yeah. you don't want to get your ass fired. Well, you don't want to get. Yeah, it's just it's you're you're having fun. Let's it's, just go put them in a in a in a gym in the summer. I know that there's leagues where they have uh, a little bit more informality. You put a Zoom camera on, and we'll see. I bet you that's a better competed in game, and, and that's okay. I'm and, okay with them having those and and having moments where they're just like. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna score some points and do some showboat. We're gonna sh- I'm gonna show you my dunking in game, my shooting. Yep. We'll get you. We'll set up stuff. We'll do this. We'll do that. It's it's it's. Not I'm glad that we serious. agree about this. Yeah. Not everything has to be the the most important game that we, you've ever we played. Just, every year at this time of year, we have that argument. I'm like, why do we keep talking about Correct. it when we know it's not because we because they're trying to make us angry about stuff, Vinny. Because they're trying to they're trying to emotionally manipulate us. They're gaslighting us into caring things that do not matter. But damn it, you know what matters? The gate and the rest of the topics that we have to get into. We have a long commercial break to get through, and then. Jason Fitz uh, in just a couple minutes at the top of the hour. We right back. Lindsay Vinny here on the morning tailgate. Along. Why will this music not play when I want it to on the morning tailgate? Why? There it is. Good morning, everyone. Don't mind us. Don't mind me. Lindsay Brown, Vinny Bone Senior here on the morning tailgate. Almost to our weekly visit with Jason Fitz, who joins us at 8 a.m. But we are getting some great correspondence from the Don't Be Broke text line. You know the phone number. You use it to call us. Use it to text us. That number is 702-365-9200. And as one does when you are Jason in Maryland, you're out for blood. Uh You're out for blood this morning, Jason. I love it. I love the energy. Uh, Jason always makes sure that we're we're staying honest. He says, I still haven't forgiven y'all on the morning show for shoving that Jimmy G is good BS down all of our throats all offseason last year. That was such a failure. Y'all was pounding the table, and most people knew that it wasn't going to work. Well, here's the thing, Jason, at least for me, I won't speak for Vinny, but I try to give people a chance. I try to see, you know what, despite of what you've shown me in the past, I'm going to give you a chance and and give you – that space of of positive. He, he showed energy. good in the past. Yeah, that's what we were going on. We never saw that Jimmy G because, frankly, I thought he was. He never looked healthy. Now, now, if you if you want to go undo something, it was when when he wasn't able to pass that physical in March. Maybe that was the time to step. For back. sure. Okay, so so um, to to Jason is it? J- yep, Jason. J- Jason, what I was going off of was the Jimmy G that was with the 49ers that we saw year in, year out, that mm-hmm. when he was on the field, he played winning football. That's the Jimmy G that I was expecting that the Raiders got. They never got that. Yeah. So I'm going to still stand on 
the fact that, yes, um, for, for the price that they ended up paying him, uh, if they could have gotten Jimmy G, the real Jimmy G, which we never saw, I mm-hmm. think that it would have been uh, a good decision as a stopgap. Um, and and don't don't twist and turn what I said. I never said that Jimmy G was going to be the end-all, be-all answer to everything. He was a stopgap bridge quarterback to when they got their quarterback of the future, which mm-hmm. I still think is to be decided yeah. anyway. He so. could have been. Just like a lot of people, he could have been. Could have been. He could have. He could have been the solution, and he wasn't. No, you know what? That's okay. Good. Yeah, I don't think. You know he what? Was... And and we're okay. It's it's okay to be wrong. But, um, it's okay to be wrong. I hear you, but what I'm saying is that's what my that, that was my stance. Like I wasn't. Sure. I wasn't even saying. Well, it's okay. It's okay. Like I said, Jason. Jason keeps us honest, and he's he's here, and, and he hasn't been a big Jimmy that fan. And that's okay. Like don't take out. Don't it, take what I say out of context. Well, it's okay. Don't worry, Vin. Don't worry, Vin. Very secure here. He also brings more blood to us. So when it comes to talking about the NBA All Star Game, he says what they aired on TV was unwatchable. Then don't watch. Well, there's that. It used to be one of the greatest pickup games ever. Guys play harder during summertime. UCLA runs with Rico Hines. I wish I know who that was. But y'all are making excuses, and that was a travesty. I'm not making excuses. Mm. I'm just saying that this is what it is. They're not going to – I don't understand why um, we expect these guys to exert, you know – Perform uh, for me. Yeah. That there Perform is, for there, me. There I pay is, you millions. Perform for there me. There is a little bit of that, there, and, and, and it, it almost feels a little bit um, – what do you call it? Loaded. Kind of like a, uh, I know what Q wants to talk about here. <laughs> Fearless Leader has entered the studio. <laughs> what, I don't even know which mic this is. because I Oh, I'm not even pressing the right buttons. I, I guessed right. We're warning I, Fearless Leader. Q and I were texting. It's definitely gotten worse in terms of the lack of, um, you know, um, energy that they're exerting out there and defensive energy out there. Q had texted me that in the Magic era, there was much more competition. And there was, but there was still a line that they didn't cross. Right. My, my big thing is, and you guys, you know, there's so many different ways to look at this this uh, all-star thing. And, like, the whole weekend was fantastic. You yes. guys alluded to, yeah. you know, there's so many different things. It was great. Three-point competition, fantastic. Sabrina versus Steph, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Slam dunk competition, that's another conversation I won't open up right now. <laughs> <laughs> the all-star game was my problem. Yeah. Because of the fan experience that you guys talked about. The fans pay the money to come see the stars. The stars did layup drill. That's all they did was the layup drill. It has, and that's where the problem is. It's like, okay, what are we watching? And you know what I mean? Like, that's my big thing. Even the commissioner was like, yeah, well, hey, you guys, you scored a lot of points. Yeah. I don't know what. What What can you do? Well, I don't know what we can do to change it. Right. That's what I'm saying. What what can you do at this point? It's funny because the slam dunk contest, I think if you put the stars in there, it's not about the dunks necessarily. It's about who's exactly doing the dunk. Your average fan doesn't know who Mac McClung is. Right. And the fact that he's a G leaguer, and I don't want to make this sound like he's not worthy, but he's not in the NBA. Right. He's in the G League. So it's like, it's like, would you have a minor league baseball player in the home run derby? Right. Probably not. No, exactly. <laughs> it speaks probably the failure of your event if you have to reach because to get that talent. Because exactly. don't want to do it. And so it. We, it's almost like the midseason tournament should just be the thing and the all-star game shouldn't. Right, exactly. That's where it's- I mean, our day was, yeah, Dominique Wilkins, Michael Mike, Jordan, right. everybody, everybody. All the top dunkers. Hooper, Dunkers, Leapers. LeBron started this issue. I know. Because he didn't do it. It's all right. LeBron's but yet, fault. Well, I mean, and it, it's not his fault, but it's it started when he decided not to do it. And then guys like Zion, who do it in the layup drill before the game, and, and even during the game, yeah. won't do it. Right? And then Ja, you know, obviously he's injured, so he can't, but he would be fantastic. But there Absolutely. was a time where we would see our stars, our favorite players, Going out there and performing, and that was fun, and so I was just disappointed. Yeah, and I, that's but why great I give, conversation. I give anyway. Steph a lot Thanks of for credit. joining it. 
Thanks for listening. Oh, 100% all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time on Raider Nation Radio. And that's what we do, Vinny. I hate to cut you off, but we're already close to our break. And I want to respect Jason Fitz's time. He joins us here in less than a minute, if I can dial quick enough. (laughs) 